You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out Sports Center in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75 cent wing nights. So delicious, you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah, and it's time for the game sports show. It is our Sports Center in the Pocket Edition, and is your host, David McCaig. And inside Sports Center, we're here for their famous 75 cent wing nights here on Wednesday nights, and also on Monday nights is their wing nights. So you got to make sure you come on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill to enjoy their wing nights. Just overall, the Sioux's best sports bar for five years in a row. Make sure I put a lot of enthusiasm on that for you five years in a row sports center bar and girl named the sue's best sports buyer and you're listening to the game sports show on the game sports powered by the game entertainment and media gem for short along with being on the social media and media platforms including facebook and instagram which is tagged at the game sports show as well as spotify apple podbean amazon and podtail podcast platforms and here for the sports center edition i'm here joined by justin heichel and Matt Primo, casual member Matt Primo now. Surprise. <laughs> making a surprise addition. He was inside Sports Center. We snuck up on him. And he is now here on the show for the first time in almost a calendar year. Preems. That's probably about right. I know. It's been it's been a little bit of time. How are you doing, my friend? Good, good. Glad to be back. I'll try and shake off the rust and jump right in, but uh, <laughs> definitely glad to be back. Called you up tonight. You know, <laughs> called you up, made sure that you were coming on board as it is just us three. Uh, Jamie and EJ will not be on tonight's show. We pulled them off the COVID list. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that other sexy voice that everyone hears in the background quite often numerous times a week one of the original members of the game sports show since back in 2015 and since when i first met him at the casino yeah it was uh, it was we were co-workers justin heichel justin how's it going oh uh you know it was nice i was enjoying the summer weather until today this week that's uh, that's for sure oh today was not a beautiful day in Sault Ste. Marie, ontario oh, as man. we sit here november the 11th and i must say november the 11th remembrance day of course, and I imagine everyone has had their moment of silence, and of course, the veterans are a big part of today to where we are at today. So, uh, lest we forget, of course, is the term that we see throughout all social media. Everyone who had their stories uploaded today, I saw numerous um, uploads that were just great to see, different, and it's just awesome to see everyone get involved in our uh, country, involved with Remembrance Day, and also uh, with. Uh, with Veterans Day uh, in the United States as well. Everyone happy Veterans Day in the United States. And back to the show, fellas, though, we're going with In the Pocket. Everyone who does forget, the Game Sports Show has a whole entire different formula and format. With the Sports Center know. edition of the shows, we have the In the Pocket segment on the Sports Center Bar and Grill editions of the show. And on the In the Pocket segment, Justin, what do we talk about? Uh, I think it's football. I think so. I believe it's football. Even though local football is also a thing we talk about here on the home side of the game sports show, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, we obviously talk about national football. As everyone knows, if you are new to the show, just giving you a quick brief summary. Everyone who's familiar with the show, well, let's get ready to hut, 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 and kick the ball off. And I'm going to go to Justin first. Justin, you're going to bring up a topic. I'm going to bring up a topic. Primo's going to bring up a topic. Then we're going to have our pick them, and then that's it for In the Pocket this week. Short and brief and to the point. Um... You know, I got, I got a couple, but did anyone watch the Jets game Monday night? 
Should I lead with yeah, that? Okay, yes. And who said the Jets were going to beat the Patriots, even though they didn't? They were literally six minutes away of beating the Patriots. And I was about to text you. I was about to text Jamie and text the boys and say that, yo, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket. Because yeah, I was the only one that said the Jets would end their winning streak against Cam Newton and the Patriots. Yeah, no, shout out to uh, my buddy Digger, who I talked into betting $150 on the Jets Monday night. <laughs> Not winning any of that money back. Yeah, no, I, I called him at one point in the game and did the J-E-T-S chance. Is uh, it not maybe floor. realistic to say that the Patriots are not that good? The Jets almost beat them. I don't think it's like, it's it's true. That's a true statement. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of surprising. I mean, I think that uh, the Patriots, everyone thought maybe they are still going to be good. They gave the Seahawks a run there earlier in the season, but... Uh, the last couple of weeks, not looking too good. I know they have a bunch of players out, uh, decide to sit this season out with uh, with COVID, but not looking too sharp. And you you play the game that close to the Jets, you're not going to be winning a division anytime soon. No. So, Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco right there. <laughs> Everyone forgets that he won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. But big reason why he won the Super Bowl is because that defense was absolutely stellar. It was Lewis's last year, if I recall correctly. Hey, shout out to OLG on the props ticket Monday night for putting the longest pass over 40 and a half. Like, <laughs> all right. It's the only thing the Jets can do is pass the ball. You know, a lot of teams that were, let's say, underneath teams, like there was another team, and this isn't my topic, by the way. I'm stemming off Justin's topic. You figured I'd bring up the Steelers in the topic, and I was going to go a different direction, but the, the Cowboys did give the Steelers a little bit of a scare last week of sorts. They played them tighter than what everyone thought that they would. And overall, the Jets, Cowboys had better weeks than what they thought they could. Is it just teams underestimating? Like, the Steelers should have absolutely wiped the floor with the Cowboys. Is that not fair to say? Like, shouldn't it have been at least a three or four touchdown victory over the Cowboys? Or am I, or am I maybe kind of... Uh, underestimating the Cowboys. I, mean, I, I still think at the end of the day that there's the Cowboys are still football. Like there's still guys in the team that are professional football players. <laughs> like they're Well, this is a men's league. They're going to come out to try to win. You like that's you don't there's you'd have to think there's certain guys that'll show up, get paid and whatever. But like that I don't even know the guy's name. They started at quarterback. He was from the AAF. <laughs> you remember that was my football league from 2 years ago that I was excited about. <laughs> and he came out and he looked good. I mean, that was an audition. That was an audition for future employment for him. I mean, that's there's no better like, you're not going to see better performances out of guys when they want to get paid. No. Uh, I heard Andrew Luck was coming back. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett, yeah, there we go. Double G. <laughs> Garrett Gilbert. What about the rumors about Luck coming back? Just the, kidding, that's not aye, a thing. Aye, yeah. aye. <laughs> okay, the t- the topic that I'll bring to the table, okay, is Jackson calling out um, the defense are calling out our plays. Was a quote. This is as per the NFL.com. Okay, and he said on this, and you know, I could sit here and say that I have all of the, let's say, information that I have all these experts in the NFL. Uh, I can imagine I can reach out to some people, but besides the jokes aside, ja- um, Lamar Jackson, okay, has said this defense they're calling out plays and stuff like that. Now. The Baltimore Ravens, as per NFL.com, said they made the defensive head spin with a record-breaking offense, right? And apparently they came away with a few tells. Jackson told the Rich Eisen show on Wednesday the defense know that the Ravens are going to do when they line up. They're calling plays and stuff like that. So as a coach, Primo, go to you first. You understand studying an offense, okay? If you're going against a team that's a powerhouse offensive team, you're going to watch the video. What do they do? And if you see a team line up a specific way that you learned, your leader of your defense 
is probably going to call an audible if they had one call, or you're calling audible from the sideline over to your players, right? Is this not a common thing that you would see in football? Don't you think maybe Patrick Mahomes is getting this treatment as well? Yeah, I think you see a little bit more with uh, Baltimore than you would with a team like Kansas City. They're pretty dynamic, Kansas City. They, they hit you in a lot of different ways, but um, what Baltimore was doing last year was relatively new for the NFL. So it takes a little bit of time for those defensive coordinators to adjust, but when they adjust, usually they, um, once they see tendencies, they're able to pick up on things fairly quickly. And it's not uncommon when you don't have a lot of tape on a team, it's hard to maybe maybe pick up on those tendencies, but now you give it over a year, year and a half, and these defenses see these tendencies and they adjust their defensive system. And, and these defensive coordinators are, they're elite, right? <laughs> NFL defensive coordinators. And these players are elite. And, and there's tells as simple of the way the quarterback is looking when he lines up that they might be a run or a pass. And I remember last year there was talks about when he rubs his hands on his towel, he's throwing the ball. Um, oh. They're simple. They, they, that's the detail these defensive yeah. coordinators get into. It is crazy. And if you give them enough tape, they're going to figure it out. So it's can you adjust, and do you have enough um, weapons on offense and enough, enough um, plays that look similar but are different to throw the defense off is what's very important. And you see teams like Kansas City, I mean, some of the plays they run, it's they're almost hard to prepare for. they got so many weapons, how do you, how do you limit? When you yeah. look at the way the Baltimore, they're a run-heavy team. You can load the box against them. Um, you know, they're trying to get the ball to their tight ends. They do have some weapons. They got Brown speedier on the outside. But, I mean, they're not as dynamic of an offense as Kansas City. So you see it a little bit easier maybe to look at into tendencies in that standpoint. But yeah. eventually defenses catch up uh, to the offense and something new. And they find ways to stop it. And then as an offense, how do you adjust and find find new ways to, to beat the defense and you have enough plays that look similar but are different to throw the defense off. It'd be the leadership core of the defense calling that audible, right? Or is it mostly That's, the coach that would call that? But what, not, not necessarily the coach calling it, but it's it happens in the film sessions in, in, during the week, right? Yeah. It's all your preparation. It's it's your, your memory, muscle memory, right? You see a lineup this way, you know this play's coming. Um, it, it's that quick, and it's got to be the entire defense. Obviously, you have a captain and a leader on defense who is identifying formations, and from that formation, and there's a certain motion, now this is a key, they might run this play. Yeah. They break it down to if it's uh, third and less than four, they're 70% likely to run this play, right? Like That's how much they break it down. They know first and 10, 70% of the time they're passing, or 70% of the time they're running. So they... they play the stats games and they know basically what they've done in the past what they might do it's all tendencies and, and breaking down the numbers and formations and how they motion for formations and yep. what they might be doing and that all happens in the week leading up to the game then it's muscle memory and and uh taking all it into consideration um and like i said these guys are professionals they get paid millions of dollars to do this so like i said defenses usually catch up and so how do you adjust as an offense to to throw them off. See, what would you do, Justin, if you're the Ravens now? You 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 think this? And when I first read this, to be honest, I thought he, it, the the article said he calls out his defense. That's what I thought it was, and I was about to go, whoa, 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 whoa what's the no? But obviously, reading it, that obviously wasn't the case, and it's just that it, teams are calling out his defense, uh, or calling out, or kind of the play. Sorry, defense are calling out his play as an offense. Sorry, let me correct that again. Uh, as a as a player yourself, Justin, you know you've been on there. You you I'm sure you've had to call audibles or see audibles when you play. But how can the Ravens, you know, adjust to changing this? Because now people are going to get familiar with what uh, Jackson is going to do on offense. It kind of seems like this season is almost like the humbling of Lamar Jackson, where he's going to figure out he can't beat everyone with his legs all the time. Yeah. yeah. And 
I don't want to see him kind of go the way of Robert Griffin where he gets, you know, murdered by Mike Shanahan, gets thrown back out there and gets cream. Like, I, I think he's a better quarterback than that. I, I think, you know, it's probably not a this year problem. I think the Ravens are a playoff team, but I don't think they're going to go deep. I, I think it's a, an off-season problem where maybe you got to add a, a better weapon on offense too. I mean, you look at Kansas City versus the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, like the Ravens kind of got like the great value selection of weapons versus Kansas City. I mean, Mark Andrews is good. The Ravens' running game is good. But, you know, I, I just don't think that their wide receivers are there to to kind of bail out Jackson with his arm. Does Jackson deserve the same respect as Mahomes? No. No, no. I didn't think no. 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 That it's was not even close. I saw a stat this weekend. Mahomes already has 100 passing touchdowns in three yeah. years. <laughs> it, it's crazy because you look at the records of these guys, and he's on pace to, to beat all these records. Uh, you got, like, uh, Breeze and Brady. Who are well, right think there's, now. Like, there's big names up there. Like big that's... names, and he's only three years in. He's already at 100, so it's it's crazy to see. Mahomes is he's special. Like, oh, and, he, he's and, he's and Andy Reid and Mahomes, that combination is something else. Like, that's – And he's also rich as hell. Well, yeah, that was a decent yeah. contract. Yeah, There's that. that. Pretty decent. Made a few dollar dues. Okay, uh, Preems, your, your topic to bring up. Then we're going to have a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll have pick them after that. So uh, just make sure we got a lot of quick content here on the Game Sports Show for In the Pocket here tonight from Sports Center. Choose by Sports Bar five years in a row. Primo, your first topic that you're bringing up in almost a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go away from the NFL. I'm going to go to NCAA and uh, the big win this weekend, Notre Dame over Clemson. Um, obviously double overtime quite the game yeah uh, I think most people were tuned in crazy finish there um, both offenses looked great yep. now Trevor Lawrence didn't play mm. um, so that is a big question mark should and this is a big question that I had should Clemson stay in the top four hmm. in terms of the playoff pitcher and I would love to see Notre Dame Clemson play again whether it's in the semifinals or finals I think those are two of the top teams right now in NCAA yep. Um, get a repeat of a game like that would be awesome in a playoff format. Does Trevor Lawrence change the outcome of that game? Yes. Is, is my big question. You, I, maybe that's too quick for me to say. I think I'm more going on an obvious standpoint because of the talent that he has. I'm not saying this at all because he's not him, but it's all – you take away Patrick Mahomes from Kansas City. I'm not I'm, – they're not the same. I'm not saying that, but, like, it's, like, of equivalent – uh, kind of comparison in terms of uh, value to the team is what I'm almost comparing to, right? That that's kind of where I went. So honestly, does Clemson deserve to be in the top four? I'd still say so, uh, uh, despite the loss to Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a damn good football team, and they proved that they they kept up. It was a it was just a great game back and forth, right? And everyone knows on the other end of this, uh, the speakers that Dave McCaig is not a huge follower of NCAA football. Uh, when I do watch, I watch the Oregon Ducks because I was a Marcus Mariota fan. Just like the jerseys. Uh, yeah, and the jerseys as well. So, you know, here I am hosting it in the pocket segment saying how uh, with the NCAA football, but it's always so exciting, NCAA football. Right? The, 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 it's like almost that there's like a, it's on an easier mode in a video game and it's just high scoring all the time. It's so much different than the NFL. But in terms of this game, to answer your, your question, Primo, was that. I think, first off, Lawrence would have made a difference. And also, Clemson does deserve to be in the top four because of their, the way the abilities are on that football team. Despite this loss, it's still another good football team that they lost to. And I don't think it changes much for the playoff pitcher as maybe people think. Justin? Yeah, I don't know about that. I think that's a pretty big confidence builder for a team. Like that's, uh, I mean, you beat them without Trevor Lawrence, but still, I think Notre Dame with that win, that's huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look where we are in November right now. 
Uh, there's a little bit of season left still, but that's, that's quite a big confidence builder. And I think if they do meet each other again later on this year, Notre Dame already knows they can beat them. That's a th Having that in the back of your head is a crazy thing in sports. That that's yes, it is. Knowing you can beat a team. I mean, like, look at speaking of Preem's, game tape. Preem's Giants and the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> there's, we have their number. Yeah, there's just there's something about <laughs> once you get in someone's head. You're uh, answering your topic, Preem's, yeah, for a no, break. I, I, mean, I think it makes a difference, obviously. Trevor Lawrence going to be the number one draft pick in mm -hmm. the NFL next year, so you can't uh, underestimate that at all. The back of a quarterback, and I'm not going to attempt to say his last name for Clemson, played unreal. I was very impressed. I think he improved his draft stock for two years down the road, um, and, and he looked great. But, uh, yeah, obviously Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the draft, best quarterback in NCAA. Um, he's going to have a great career as an NFL quarterback. So I think it does make a difference. I think that they should stay in the top, uh, top four of the NCAA. Right now the AP poll has them at four still. Um, so they are there. I, I think yeah. I think that's worthy. I think they're still one of the best teams in college football. I don't think they should be pushed out of the top four for that loss in double overtime without their starting quarterback. Yeah, that. Yep. Uh, I would love to see them play in the playoffs. Hopefully, oh yeah. Hopefully, we get to a point where we can have a playoffs there, um, and everything works out with the COVID in, in the states. And uh, speaking of COVID, running on the field. Yeah, that was a little much. I know that got a lot of backlash on social media. <laughs> um, yeah. It's hard to curb the enthusiasm of uh, Notre Dame fans. <laughs> yeah, and, no. Uh, 19 to 23-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, they're excited. They Notre Dame's a passionate school. Passionate. Very. I've been there for games. Uh, passionate yep. fan base. They got Rudy. A fan base that uh, goes across. They travel all over to get to Notre Dame games. I mean, it's a, it's a really nice field. I'd like to stand on it. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> I'd like to run out there. Given the opportunity. Yeah. So and, and I mean, in fairness, they, it's not like they were Justin Turner who tested positive and ran back out on the field. So no, yeah, <laughs> very true. Dave McCaig here uh, with Justin Heichel, Matt Primo. Uh, we are talking in the pocket here on side Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar, five years in a row here on its wing night, seventy-five cent wings, and they have more options other than wings. You got you got pizza, you got fries, you got wraps, you got so much appetizer options. Just a great atmosphere as well. It's always so busy. Inside Sports Center Bar and Ground, particularly when the Game Sports Show and the Game Entertainment Media is here, though, of course, right? They know that we're here. We know that we've been talking football. And we know you enjoy listening in the pockets. I won't continue to ramble on. We're going to go to commercial, hear from a few of our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to have our pick em before we wrap up our show here inside Sports Center for the In the Pocket. Don't go anywhere. The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With a name to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, NCIN. The reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. Hi, it's Rob Shrimp from 44 Vision Hockey. 44 Vision Hockey is an online coaching platform for both boys and girls. The 44 Vision platform is a 360-degree immersive training model designed to help players achieve their goals. You can learn from the coaches who have all achieved from the highest levels in the game, all the way from NHL on the men's side to Olympic team members on the women's side. Check out our website at 44visionhockey.com. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. Dave McCaig here, joined by Justin Heichel and Matt Primo, continuing our In the Pocket segment here on Remembrance Day here inside Sports Center Bar and Grill, who's best sports bar five years in a row. And I must send a quick reminder to fans here that I was just reminded by Matt Primo off air that one time he hosted In the Pocket himself and then also Jamie hosted. I also believe Justin hosted one time, and I will agree that our ratings were probably much higher. 
Nah, we're just... <laughs> We're just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I, I hosted one at the brewery by myself. Yes, you did. <laughs> and like I was literally by myself. We couldn't even go in the tap room. They put me in the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> like I was sitting beside the tanks of beer at like a table, sitting on like a stack of grain. That's like right, because I was. Yeah, that's right, because I wasn't. That's right. Oh my god, I apologize. That was one of the straight. It was so <laughs> throwing hot you guys there. right off the it spot. Was so hot. I don't pay you guys enough for that. We've come a long way from talking to the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your mom still loves. Your hey, mom, she follows. Biggest fan. Oh, biggest fan. I get messages all the time. Number one fan of the game sports show. Until she, she me. finds out I'm back on the Oh, air. she is going to be <laughs> absolutely pumped. Big surprise for her. Yeah. Make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe. And on the platform, speaking of that, if you saw that tag. to episode this year. <laughs> Okay, pick them. We're gonna, everyone knows the drill. Uh, we Once again, we got to make sure we promise to give listeners our results of our picks. Uh, when Jamie is back, we will give you that result. And I also know uh, people are wondering why EJ hasn't been involved with the pick em. He just wasn't there from the start. That's why. Primo has been doing pick em, but in a different kind of saying, like kind of different league, different kind of arrangement. So we are going to count Matt's picks this week. As one of our bonus picks. And but what's not, your record this not year? Not as Jamie's picks. Not as Jamie's picks, no. No, I would never want to be included with Jamie. <laughs> His picks are never good. What is your record so far um, this year? I am in a, a pool, so I have yeah. uh, legitimate uh, record keeping. I, I believe I'm at 95 wins. I can confirm that by the end of the show today, and I will let you know. But I'm at about 95 wins for the season. Oh, yeah. So we'll see how that compares to you guys. And, um, yeah, I'm... I'm I think I'm second place in my pool, so I'm doing okay. But uh, I got to stop picking my Giants to win. Yeah, that's a fatal flaw right there. <laughs> it is. You know, honestly, I'm up against tough here. You know, my whole goal is to finally win the pick'em since last year we had a delay. But get into it, so we don't we got any more time here. We got some food in front of us, so we want to munjat down quickly here. Pick'em, first game, Thursday nighter. It's a doozy. It is a doozy of a Thursday nighter. Colts, Titans. Primo. Um, sorry, Jess, I'm going to have to go with the Titans. I know. I understand. I, I'm sorry. My first day, <laughs> my first <laughs> time back in the show one year, I'm going to pick against the, the Colts. Um, I, I think that uh, the Titans will get that running game going. Derrick Henry, short week, maybe a little bit banged up. You got that guy running downhill at you all, all, uh, all night long. It's going to be a tough, uh, long day for the, the Colts. That's a, I think Derrick Henry's the key to that game right there. He's That's, a fucking truck, man. And Are it, you picking the Titans? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> taking the Colts. But like, if the Colts can't stop Derrick Henry, it's over. I mean, Philip Philip Rivers can't do anything to kind of keep the clock going on offense. So bring back Andrew Luck. Well, or Jacoby. Bring my, my man Jacoby. At least he can chuck it deep. So can Fitzpatrick, and there's a guy sitting on the bench. Brutal. I'm going to go with the Titans. I, I, it's basically my, my whole point here is because of Derrick Henry, right? The guy is a beast. And Tannehill, he's fitting so perfectly there in Tennessee. I love seeing that. You know, it wasn't great for him in Miami, of course. And now going over to play uh, with the Titans, he's found his home. And I'm also happy that the Titans didn't get Tom Brady this year. I know that was a rumor in the offseason because I think Tannehill's just the perfect fit there in Tennessee. Next one, Browns and Texans. Our Escanaba hot seat and also in the pocket coast. EJ Russell not here to defend the Browns this week. But I am picking the Browns this week. A pretty easy pick for me. Primo. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns here too. Uh, they're so inconsistent. It's hard to pick on them <laughs> yeah. uh, like to win a game because they win one week, they lose the next week. But 
Uh, I think I, I like what they got going on there. Um, I mean, their running attack is is pretty solid. If Baker Mayfield can just not turn the ball over and be consistent, I think they win that game. Justin? I don't want to pick the Texans, but I'm going to pick the Texans. I mean, it's You don't want to pick the Texans? Well, because they're a division team. But, again, just because Cleveland's inconsistency, I think like the Texans are kind of on the up and up right now. They seem to be playing a little bit better now that Bill O'Brien's been, uh, you know, kind of cut and removed from that situation. <laughs> so Browns, or sorry, you go, you're I'm making the, the Texans. Texans. Yeah. We got two Browns. Interesting week. It's not a boring week this week for Pickham. Finally, it's been a couple back to back. Washington and Detroit. I'll go first here. You know what? I'm going to give a little love to Detroit. I love giving love to Detroit for numerous reasons. A big majority of our listeners are in the Michigan Detroit area. One, we have a, we ha, we're really involved through our ESPN 1400 show with the Lions through Sovereign Communications. So I got to give the shout out to sponsors there to see how I tag that in. But also, a uh, little soft spot for the Lions. Going for the Lions, Justin. I'm going to take the Lions. I, oh, I'm not going to watch the game, but I'll take the Lions. <laughs> Primo. Yeah, it could be a tough one to watch. And I think it'll be interesting to see if Galladay is back this week or not. Um, that passing attack. But it's really hard to pick Washington to win a game, so I'm going with Detroit. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers, Panthers. Uh, the rumors, I think, with McCaffrey is that he is out. He is out. He is still out, so that yeah. is true. He is out. That is obviously a big loss for the Panthers. Uh, Mike, Mike Davis week again if he's been cutting your fantasy leagues. <laughs> Buccaneers, Panthers, almost a clean sweep for me, so I'll keep it quick. Uh, I'm going with the Bucks, Justin. I'm going to take the Panthers on this one. I think they could probably steal. Oh, my God. Bold prediction, Cotton. Bold strategy, Cotton. See if it pays off for him. <laughs> Freems. Uh, I'm with the Bucks. I don't think after that loss to New Orleans, <laughs> oh, yeah. you better win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better win or uh, it is you are in trouble. Oh, that's, I, um, just, I look for chaos. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. I think they bounce back. I think after a loss like that, I don't think Tom Brady loses two weeks in a row. Um, I think he's going to rally the troops there. Um, I, I'm not angry that McCaffrey's out because I got Curtis Samuel, so hopefully he has a big game, gets some more touches in the run game potentially. Well, that's the thing. He's looked good the last couple he, weeks. Like, the I've had plays him, with him. I picked him up a couple weeks ago in fantasy, but I haven't had the guts to put him in my starting lineup, and he's just been piling up points on my bench. I benched Robbie Anderson for him this week. so <laughs> I'm, I'm dressing him this week, but uh, I still think that the Bucks come out on top. And you pick the Panthers, yeah. Bucks, Bucks. They got to win. It's important. Eagles, Giants. It's going to be the shittiest game of the week almost. Sorry, Eagles and Giants fans. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think the Cowboys play this week. So. Is this for first place in the division? <laughs> <laughs> it's for a place in the division. <laughs> Preems, I'm going to you first. You know what? I, yeah. Yeah, you are. I'm taking my Giants. Yes, you are. I've told myself not to do this every week, but I'm going to go against my, <laughs> my better uh, judgment, and I'm going to pick the Giants. If you look back at the Giants' losses, they've lost like three games in the last play of the game. They're in a lot of games. They should have beat the Bucks. They are a good team. They're turning things around, and I think they pull off the upset here. I really don't know why the fuck I picked Ingram and Slayton in my pool to be bench players and put them in the lineup. Because, <laughs> I mean, Evan Ingram was a smart pick in August. I dropped him, too. Don't worry. And then I didn't even like, drop him. I got no other options. No, I dropped him. The font is or whatever the hell his name is. Man, Denver, Ryan Tannehill is the prime example of what happens with a good running back, what he can do for you. And Daniel Jones right now is a prime example of what happens when a good running back goes away. Who are they missing? Just kidding. Justin. Um, that's a big loss, Barkley, man. That's just astronomical. I mean, like the Giants should be called the New York Pro-Line Ties this year. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
I'm taking the Eagles. I did call a tie last, like uh, with the Lions. Yeah, you, called a, you, tie, you called a tie in the Colts Lions game. Yeah, I did. Colts won by twenty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, nailed it, Dave. Nailed uh, it. So close. Uh, I'm picking the Eagles. Very simple. I think they're the better football team. Sorry, Primo. Jags and Packers. I'll say it quickly. I'm going to say the Packers in this game. You know they need to. They, uh, who knows? Like what Packers team is going to show up at the end of the day? But I think the good team is going to show up against the Jags. I don't think they can compete with the Packers. Justin, ah, uh, the Packers. There's, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> yeah, to say about this. This is an easy one, Packers. Oh, you guys didn't want to. What about you know, the sign Blake Bortles ripping sags and doing construction or what? No, Did you, no. I'm pretty sure Bortles is backing up in LA. Yeah, he is. Sorry, yeah, that's right. He's back in LA. Yeah, yeah, for the Rams. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Because, well, I know Denver picked him up and they dropped him. I'm yep. pretty sure he's about. He's I know he's, uh, he's, still, he's still with the Broncos. Oh, is he? On the practice right. roster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a bad <laughs> He's ripping cigs, bro. He's hanging, ripping out cigs. In, hanging out in the Mile High City. <laughs> His nickname is Bortal Combat. I don't know if anyone knew that. That is so sick. I didn't know that. Who, who made that up? I don't know. Him, Wiki- Wikipedia. Probably. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, no. So he is with the Broncos. We are going to confirm that and pretend that we... 100% knew that without having to check. Uh, <laughs> uh, going to the Bills and Cardinals, this is my favorite game of the week. I'm just telling you guys that. This is one of my game, favorite games of the week. I'm going to go to premiums first, though. Wow, the Bills look good. Yep, yeah. Sunday. They did. Um, they did. They're another team, though. A little bit of inconsistency, but if they play the way they did against Seattle on Sunday, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. Their defense mm-hmm. was a lot better than it has been in previous weeks. And if they can keep that up, uh, and I think they can, I'm going to go with the Bills. See, I'm, uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. I think the Bills traveling across country. It's a, it's a tricky one. I, yes, traveling. I mean, allowed. I'm using that as a crutch on this one. I just really want my Cardinals to keep pulling it on this year. And I'm saying my Cardinals because I've now have I've adopted an NFC team, which is the Arizona Cardinals. I'm a Kyler Murray fan. I'm a big time Kyler Murray fan. I'm actually I have a soft spot for Larry Fitz. That's where I like. You can't not Fitz. like Larry Fitz. No. Bills, uh, I have Josh Allen, my fantasy football. I've never not made the semis in this football pool. I'm now 2-7 and seven on the year, so it looks like it's going to be a rough finish. But Josh Allen, I acquired in a trade. I traded uh, Michael Thomas for Josh Allen, Ty Lockett. Uh, and it was a and it was a massive deal. Josh Allen and brings emphasis to that team. I need so fantasy wait, so to wait, win. So wait, you got Tyler Lockett and Josh Allen? Yeah. For Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas. No draft picks or anything involved? No, Just no, straight, straight up. Silence on the mic. Really? Does yeah. that guy want to be in another pool next year? <laughs> yeah, he can play in mine too. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple spots for him. I got some waterfront property in Arizona. I'll sell them. Literally, it was it was a great deal. And if I can bounce back this year, it's going to be on the hands of Lockett and fucking Allen. Next one, fellas. Or, yeah, we got everyone. I, I picked the Bills, obviously, on that one. Chargers and Dolphins. Justin. So it's, it's a good quarterback matchup right here. I mean, I don't think a lot of people would look at that. Just kidding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I'm taking. I, I don't know. Chargers. Chargers. Justin. I just picked. Oh, Justin. Matt. Oh my goodness. Man, I love what Justin Herbert's doing with the Chargers this year. I n- did not predict him being this good. Um, like confident. Like, look, confident doesn't looks give great. a Some shit. of the plays he makes in the pocket. Um, huh. Yeah. Similar, similar to. In the pocket. Yeah, in the pocket. <laughs> similar to, they, they compared to Mahomes when he's backpedaling and still throwing. His arm strength is great. Can it for an arm. They just can't find a way to close games. But I think all the heartbreak stops this weekend. I think the Chargers get the win. Honestly, just to be 
different. I want to go with the Dolphins just because I like to see Tua to get some wins. Uh, no offense to Vince Patrick. I like seeing the young thrive. And I, you know, the Dolphins makes me think of Ace Ventura. That's another reason why I'm picking that. No other expert opinion on that at all. Chirp below. Leave your comments below with your chirps. Broncos, Raiders. I'll go first on this one. I truly think the Raiders are a better football team. They're at home. I think overall the that it's going to not be a landslide, but I think they'll get a couple touchdown win on the Broncos. That's my prediction with the, the extra point prediction this week. Primo. Yeah, I think the Raiders are a playoff team. I think they make the playoffs this year. And if you're going to make the playoffs, you better beat the Denver Broncos. <laughs> so, yeah. I want to play Bortles to start it. See, I'm uh, going off the charts again. I'm uh, taking the Broncos. Because Bortles are starting. No, it's Drew Locke. I like Drew Locke, too. <laughs> the I, Broncos I do are like just Drew gritty. Like, they stay in every game. I do like Drew Locke, but uh, not this week. Seahawks, Rams. And the reason why, if you don't guys don't mind, I want to go first with this one because I picked the Seahawks. Obviously, a better football team again, but they're going to be so pissed losing last week. I think Russ is going to come out and say, fuck this. Absolutely not. I'm going to take the Rams to school is what's going to happen. And I think Russ is going to go off this week. Off. My, that's another prediction of mine. I think Seahawks are going to win this game. They got to win it. They, they, they want to bounce back from last week. Prince. I, I, I'm the opposite here. I think, yeah. the, I think that the Seahawks may have been figured out last week. I oh. think you just throw the ball over their secondary. Um, well, Jamal Adams is trash. The only, Buffalo, thi- the only thing he's good at is wearing armbands. That's, That's right. I saw that. Yeah, Buffalo did not throw, did not run the ball. They threw it all over them. Um, and if you look at uh, the Seahawks' offense, I mean, they obviously got some really talented wide receiver with Lockett and Metcalf. But I think if you look at the secondary of the Rams, they match up nicely in the secondary. I think Jalen Rams is going to be on um, Metcalf all day. That's going to be an unreal matchup to watch. And I'm going to upset here. I'm going to pick the Rams. Honestly, it's going to be actually a pretty, really good week in football. Yeah, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Ram train. I think uh, Aaron Donald's going to be in Russ's kitchen quite a bit. Wow, Donald. And, and I, I'm seeing upset. I just looked at the spread here, and actually Rams are favored. Really? I got minus I didn't two. Even, I didn't know that. I just looked this up, and uh, the Rams are minus are, uh, minus two. Interesting. Holy fuck. I, that's that's fuck crazy. Look at that. that. Witchcraft. <laughs> we got four games left, fellas, before we wrap up the show, so we'll get through this. Uh, Quickly, Bengals and Steelers. Big Ben looks like he may not be playing this yeah, week. COVID and two injured knees. So, oh, <laughs> against like the Bengals, if there's a team that you want to play against, if you're not 100%, it's the Bengals. The Steelers are still walking away with this win. They're keeping that undefeated streak alive. Black and yellow, baby, all day. You tell the team I cheer for. I'll, I'll stay to be professional, though. The Steelers are still, again, I've said this four times on this upload, for teams picks they're the better football team and their defense has been amazing this year and that's why they've also been successful never mind just mapletron and the guys who've really stepped up big ben looking healthy in comparison to this week obviously but the steelers defense is what's going to help support big ben not being there and they can do that against the Bengals. that's why they're going to win just yeah I, don't, I think the Bengals are a lot better than two and five and one <laughs> you know i don't I think this is like a hardening season for Joe Burrow, and he's probably going to come out and be a little more miserable next year. If Roethlisberger's playing this week, I think the Steelers got it. If he's not, I got a hard time picking the Bengals, but that division's crazy. So you're going with the Bengals? I'm taking the Bengals. Mason Mason Rudolph's going to need some of that Eugenie magic to uh, get that win. Don't pick that pick, listeners. Bad pick. Just kidding. Primo. That's a very... Very bold pick. Wow, um, no one was picking the Cowboys last week. Yeah, this is true. I, I think that the Steelers get the win. Um, I think 
even if Ben doesn't play and they go 3-0 and punt, that defense may get <laughs> enough points to beat the Bengals. <laughs> so I got the Steelers. 49ers, Saints, Justin. Uh, the Saints. That should be easy. Yeah, I had. A, I also agree, keeping it easy. Who's, Primo. who's left on the 49ers to play? Saints. <laughs> I heard you're getting the call. <laughs> oh, they're in trouble, Ben. <laughs> Ravens, Patriots. I'll go first here. I'll say the Ravens are going to mop the floor with the Patriots. Justin. Yeah, the Ravens are probably going to clean the clock there. That's, uh, that's a no-brainer. Primo. It's hard to bet against the Patriots because your mind just thinks that they're always going to be in a game, but they're not the same Patriots. Uh, Belichick basically said it even last week. We're not the same team. Um, I got the Ravens. You know what? They're definitely not the same team, but he's still the same legendary coach. Oh, he's he just the, doesn't he's give best. a shit. That's the best part. Like, yeah. Yeah, we only had a million dollars for a quarterback. This is what you get. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like. Why doesn't my stomach feel good? Well, you ate a ninety-nine cent taco before you went to bed last night. So, oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm not a fan of this Monday nighter. But some people are. I think could have been another better game, than, but better than last week. Definitely a hell of a lot better than last week. I didn't even week. watch last week, so I watched the entire thing. Well, you, had but, mo- you had money on it, didn't no, you? No, I, I will just <laughs> never. Someone has to watch these live sports when they're on because if we ever go through a phase where there's no live sports on again, I was watching fucking marble racing in March. All right, I would have paid money to watch the Jets play my dog. Like <laughs> Paisley would have won. This is true. This is true. We're too spoiled sometimes. Vikings Bears Primo. Oh man, the Vikings keep running the ball and Dalvin Cook keeps oh. dominating. Oh my god. Oh if my god. If you have god, him in yeah. fantasy, you are laughing right now. You've won the last two weeks by a landslide. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Vikings to run all over the Bears. I'm literally run. I agree. They're not going to The Bears aren't catching them this week. Oh, no, I think the Vikings are kind of a sneaky terror in this division right now. I'm taking the Vikings too. That's clean sweep to end the pick this week. In the pocket. There was some variety in those picks. I like that. That's it's going to be interesting. The spice of life. Yeah. yeah, that's literally probably the most interesting pick'em week that we've had. Seriously, it's all because Primo's here. Jamie, EJ, I don't mean any offense. You guys are entertaining. Too. I'm just saying. Just throwing Primo on the spot. Yeah. That you should be here more. A couple of beers. Throw me in th- in the pocket and you're on call. You had the on call phone on. Called you in. <laughs> Went to the lefty in the bullpen. Yeah. To come and get it done. Dave McCaig here with Justin Eichel, Matt Primo. Primo, I want to say thank you for coming on speaking oh, of that. It's gra- glad to it's be good back. Seeing you. It's been yeah. awesome. Uh, I've missed it, so hopefully I can get back in uh, in the pocket again soon before too long. And, uh, Especially when local comes back. We'll have a lot of local stuff going on, so it's going to be a busy time. in the spring, local football is back, and we're talking a lot of local football. I'm looking forward to that. Justin, as usual, my friend. Yeah, you know where to find me. Yeah, here. I do. Here. <laughs> and we got other uploads this week. Make sure you check out. You can hear Justin and I on there. We got a... Uh, we got a, our Norton Superior Brewing Company upload this week as well. Uh, we have no special edition upload this week uh, just because we're keeping it in the bank, keeping you interested, basically. want to make sure you get caught up with all the ones that we've had. We had our Monday ESPN 1400 show. We've had all the new episodes that are on the Game Sports Show website. You can check out. There's at least at least 10 uploads a week with all these different shows that we have, so make sure you check it out. In particular, make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on all the platforms on the Game Sports Show, and including with gym. And I want to remind everyone to make sure they come on down to the Sports Center. That's who's best sports bar five years in a row. Their wing nights are fantastic. It's always so busy and lively here. All the talking that you hear in the background is just absolutely amazing because it's it is Sports Center Bar and Grill. The best sports bar to come to in town, as I said. Dave McCaig here signing off here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.